We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here, we're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. And welcome to the program. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobbiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we will be talking with a very special guest, Naomi Hirabashia from Do Something. And we will also be reviewing 42, Like Mike, and Ice Age Continental Drift. So right now we have with us special guest, Naomi, and of course we have Brianna, the co-host. Um, so Naomi, how are you doing? Hi. I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you for being on the very show with well, us today. You. So why don't you start out by telling us a little bit about what Do Something is? So, um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm very, very excited to be here, and you guys are awesome. Um, an overview on Do Thing. We are the largest organization for young people and social change in the, um, in the U.S. And so basically what that means is where, you know, a lot of not-for-profits are focused specifically on fighting, um, you know, if it's malaria or breast cancer or whatever um, cause they're working to, to really fight for, which is incredible. We, um, but we're instead focused on a generation. So what we do is figure out um, how young people 13 to 25 in the U.S. can take action in a meaningful, accessible free, authentic way um, around causes they care about. And so what we do is we launch 25 national cause campaigns, so roughly two every month, um, that give young people um, across the country an opportunity to sign up, get involved, and um, take action on causes they care about in their community. Um, Thank you for telling us about that. Of course. Yes, absolutely. How is this organization Do Something Founded? Yes, yeah, so um, DoSomething.org was actually founded 20 years ago. It was started in 1993 by Andrew Shue, um, who was on Melrose Place and was a huge, um, huge star. And um, he's still very involved in the organization today. And one of the things that he recognized was the power of, you know, the celebrity platform. So obviously when you get... Um, recognized to the, degree, to the degree of being a huge TV star, your voice is kind of heard and what you say um, holds um, great, you know, kind of strength across the country. And so he um, mm-hmm. actually went to Aaron Spelling and said, I would love um, 60 seconds of airtime after Melrose Place to launch 
um, the PSA for, for do something and really use his star power for good instead of creating a fragrance line or a jeans line he wanted to use his um, name and his star power for um, to create a, a great organization for young people. And so that was kind of how Do Something was born. Um, and fast forward to 2003, Andrew Shue was kind of settling down, had a family, was stepping back a little bit from the entertainment world, and Nancy Lublin stepped in, um, who's our current CEO and chief old person, that is her official title, and um, she basically stepped in and made Do Something what it is today, which is, um, you know, really just focusing in on that 13 to 25 demographic, creating um, opportunities for young people that meet them where they are, and the biggest move was kind of focusing everything through digital, knowing that that is really, um, you know, how young people are used to connecting across the country. That's so, really Naomi, can you tell us about some of the campaigns that Do Something does? Sure. Uh, so I'll tell you maybe about one that's live right now. So if people are listening, um, they can they can get involved and then um, can talk through uh, one of our, our kind of most successful big temple campaigns. Um, so one of our campaigns that's live right now is um, called Peanut Butter and Jelly, um, Peanut Butter and Jam Slam. And um, what it is is, um, you know, we know that homelessness and um, hunger are one of the big issues um, for young people in America and we talked to a bunch of food shelters um, knowing that I think it's one in six um, people across America don't know like where their next meal is coming from and, and know that this is an important issue for young people. And so uh, we talked to food shelters and found out that they actually don't need like a lot more soup. Um, they need peanut butter. It's one of the top requested items. It's high in protein and has a long shelf life. Um, and spring is actually a time that a lot of these food shelters need more inventory because Everybody's thinking about, um, you know, going and volunteering in the holiday season, but a lot of people aren't thinking about food shelters during the spring season. So we launched a campaign um, actually on National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day earlier this month. And so um, now through mid-May, young people across the country can visit um, dosomething.org slash PBJ and basically sign up to create a, you know, food collection drive in their community really focusing in on um, collecting peanut butter and um, drop those off at their local food shelter. Um, and we have a, an easy kind of database that allows you to see where your local shelter is. Um, to What we want to do essentially is create the largest um, youth-led peanut butter and jelly drive. And so that's what's going on right now. That's so that's awesome. really cool. It's all, it's all like, yeah, Maybe. peanut butter. Yeah. Amazing. Peanut butter. I love peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Easy and specific. I could live peanut butter and jelly, I'm sure. And yeah, no, it's just it's kind of a um, an upgraded twist on your your you know kind of typical food collection drive. Um, but you know something really specific, which we know I think helps young people feeling like okay, this is something specific that I can do, um, and and this is what it'll mean. And we're just really proud to kind of you know see what young people can do across the country to provide for families and specifically young people in need. Um, so, and then the other campaign that, you know, I just wanted to kind of share with everybody an example of what young people across this country can do, which which is just why I love my job. But um, every January, we launch a campaign called Teens for Jeans, where um, during the month of January, young people go to um, their local Air Pastel store, drop off gently used jeans, and we reallocate those to local homeless shelters in need. Um, and, you know, this this idea came from the fact that 
Um, similar to what I was saying about um, the, the PB and Jam Slam, we um, five years ago because we've been running this campaign, or six years ago, it's the sixth year this year, um, called a bunch of homeless shelters and asked them what young people asked for when they came off the streets, and we were shocked to hear that it was actually jeans. It wasn't a cell phone or money or a shower. It was jeans. It's something that every young person can wear. Um, it's a piece of clothing that you know doesn't need to be washed all the time, etc. And so. Um, we did, we launched Teens for Jeans, and last year, we're getting the number in still for this year, but last year, young people collected over a million pairs of jeans, which will clothe two out of three homeless people in the U.S. under the age of 18, wow. and that all happened, that those million pairs of jeans happened, you know, in, in four weeks. When... Thank like, you, yeah. That, I mean, they, to me, it's a, really, it's a really big cause to give jeans, like, give jeans to homeless shelters all over the world and let kids under 18 that are homeless wear them because I mean I would think that people would be like oh I want a cell phone or I want money so I really think it's nice right. to have them have teens right so right, right. no if, so if someone has a cause they believe in and it could be any mm -hmm. cause they want how can they sign up and be a member with do something yeah so um it's a very good question um you know again we launched these 25 national cause campaigns, and those are all specific um, campaigns that we know young people care about. We're, we're looking at the data and recognizing that this is an issue that's resonating with young people across America. So that's definitely um, kind of we create the opportunity, we create the call to action, and that's uh, a really exciting way for young people across the country to kind of mobilize around one specific issue. Say you're a young person that um, is really, really passionate about um, maybe community gardens. So you love our campaigns, but what you really want to focus on is building maybe a community garden in your school. Um, what's great about Do Something is we have those resources as well. We know that um, there's so many incredible young people, rock stars like you guys, who kind of, you know, maybe already have your own passion and know where to start and are just looking for some additional resources. So you can literally go to do something.org, sign up either via your mobile phone number or email or both. And um, you can post a project idea, and that's, you know, either maybe a project that has already been up and running. It's a cause that, you know, you guys were you're speaking about some of the great work that you're doing um, in regards to, like, service week. So you could post about that and actually apply for a scholarship or grant to help maybe continue to get funds for something you're already doing. Or you might have a great idea, but you just need help on where to start. And again, you can sign up um, on DoSomething.org, just right on the homepage, for those resources and also to post your project to help, you know, um, apply for funds to get that project started. Um, and the final thing is you can also start a Do Something Club. So we have um, approximately 2,000 Do Something Clubs in high schools and um, community centers and colleges across the country. And those are specifically for young people that have a specific cause that they're focused on are just looking for additional resources for, from Do Something. And we provide those to all Do Something clubs. You'll get um, a specific point person internally that's really helping make sure you have all the consultation help you need. We'll give you a pizza grant for your first meeting, which is like a $50 grant to help pay for pizza. And again, just additional resources that will help you either continue to keep your great idea um, up and running or fund that idea and actually put it into action. That's awesome. Mm. So teens have a huge impact on the future and do you believe with the right information and guidance like from places like Do Something that our generation can actually do something great to change the world for the better? 
Oh, absolutely. You guys are already doing it. I mean, that's the beauty of, of my job is uh, I just am so excited for the future. And I think that every generation tends to be fairly skeptical of the next generation. Um, but I think we are living in such a unique and exciting time. I think you, you guys specifically, you know, this generation has more resources and communication capabilities that transcend, you know, your physical proximity, your, you know, surrounding 10 miles. I mean, you basically have um, more communication mechanisms than any generation before you. And I just feel like one, you know, our biggest thing at Do Something is that young people have the passion. They get, you know, angry about stuff. They get worked up about stuff. They get sad. They get excited. They get happy. They feel deeply. Um, and, and the most important thing is figuring out how you meet young people where they are. And that's what we really specialize in doing at Do Something. It's creating opportunities that make sense for them. You know, volunteering as an adult a lot of times includes galas and chicken dinners and just writing a check. And young people are what, you know, you know, tore down the Berlin Wall. Young people are what, you know, generated the Arab Spring. Young people don't just want to write a check or go to a gala and clap. They want to get out there and do incredible things. And so I do something we already believe that's happening, but we as an organization want to continue to prove everybody, um, to prove to everybody that one, they're wrong if they think otherwise, and two, just really showcase what you as a generation can do. And I'm just more and more excited for tomorrow and each and every day after that because of what I've, I get to see in my job. Well, Naomi, thank you so much for talking with us yes. today. And we were just talking okay. about Do Something. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN. Or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Beachon. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just interviewed Naomi from the company, Do Something. We are reviewing the films 42, Like a Mike, and Ice Age. So right now, we are talking to Raven about the film 42. So, Raven, I absolutely, I absolutely love to see this film. I, I just want to see it so badly. Can you tell me a little bit about the plot? Well, 42 is a, um, it's based on the true story of Jackie Robinson, who was the first black baseball player to play on a major league baseball team, and he signed with the Brooklyn Dodgers, and so it sort of follows him on his journey, um, going through the little league affiliation for the Brooklyn Dodgers, and then, you know, working his way past all of, like, the racism, and everybody telling him that he can't do it, and it's a, a baseball is for white men, and all this stuff, and he works through it, and he becomes a hero for not only um, the African-American community, but for everyone that stood for change, um, and this was back when desegregation was just starting to happen, so not all of the states were desegregated, and so it really just shows everything that he had to go through to become the American legend that he is. This, this plot line is, is amazing to me because I'm African-American and sometimes when I go into stores, people do look at me weird. And it's, it's, really, it's, really heart, it's, it's really heartfelt to see this film, so I really want to see it. How do you think the performances in this film were? Um, well, Chadwick Boseman played Jackie Robinson, and I thought he was absolutely incredible. Um, I've, I've done some research on this film since it is based off of a true story, and Chadwick Boseman looks so much like the real Jackie Robinson, which I thought was interesting. Um, they look very much alike. And then also Harrison Ford plays Branch Rickey, who was the, um, the owner of the Brooklyn Dodgers, and he did an incredible job because... You know, in the beginning of the movie, he says the only reason he wants to bring Ricky onto the baseball team is, or Jackie onto the baseball team, sorry, is um, to get more cash to attract a wider variety of viewers for the baseball team. 
But you find out later that he did it because he loves baseball more than he's loved anything in his whole life. And then he realized that there was unfairness at the heart of what he loved, and he wanted to do something about that. And I thought he did an amazing job. Yeah, because if you really love something, I mean, you should do whatever you can to do it. So, How do you feel the producer slash director, Brian Jelland, is doing in recreating this true amazing story? I think he did absolutely amazing because, like I said, I uh, did some research on this, and he was very, very historically accurate, and there was actually um, a lot of realism with the character Jackie Robinson because... Um, like I said, Chadwick Boseman, who played Jackie Robinson, he actually went and talked to Mrs. Robinson um, since Jackie has passed away. Um, she went, he went and talked to her to sort of get a feel of Jackie's personality, and um, the director, Brian, uh, he did that as well to sort of get a feel of what he was really like in order to accurately depict this man who was an amazing legend. And um, something that I also thought was cool is this movie spans over several years because it took a long time for Jackie to actually sign with the Brooklyn Dodgers. But it, the movie really showed the progression of time because it showed dates at the bottom of the screen every time there was an important date. So I felt I like it made it a lot that. more accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I really hate when films go from, like, being a baby to, like, 27 years old. I'm just like, I have no idea what happened. So. You're like, what happened? How the wardrobe in this film? Yeah, it's like, dude... I don't know what happened. Yeah. How is the wardrobe? The wardrobe was fantastic. Yeah, the wardrobe really fit the time period. Um, I really liked it to see, like, how everybody did their hair, because I love the way that people did their hair in the 60s, and I love the way that people dressed, and I loved it so much, and I I just thought that the costume design and makeup and um, sets was fantastic. Thank you. Like, I really like clothes, too, so that we're on the same page. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today we have just interviewed Naomi from the company, Do Something. We are reviewing the films, tw- I mean, 42, like Mike and Ice Age. So let's continue speaking with Raven about 42. And we were just talking about how the wardrobe was very good, and Raven likes the way they do their hair. So what is your favorite thing? <laughs> Um, oh gosh. Okay, my favorite scene, I have two favorite scenes. Um, my favorite scene, because it was funny, was there was a scene when um, Jackie was sitting in the showers, well, in the uh, changing rooms, and he didn't want to like go in the showers with anybody else because he didn't want to make them like uncomfortable or anything because, like I said, desegregation yeah. hadn't like fully happened yet. And um, one of the people on his baseball team, um, Ralph, he goes up to him and he's like, he's like, come on, Jackie, come take a shower with me. And then he's like, no, no, I didn't mean it like that at all. And the entire audience like just broke out laughing. And it was so funny because Jackie was like, oh, my God, please stop. And it was really, really funny. <laughs> um, so I liked that scene for that purpose. And then um, I also liked the scene where Jackie was going out to play um, one of his first sort of more major baseball games. And um, the manager of the Philadelphia team, he was just making comment after comment, just really slanderous. And um, 
making really awful racial comments towards him and Jackie just lost it. Like he went off and he broke his bat and it was, it was bad. But then he came back on and one of the players from his team, one of the white players from his team went off and he actually stood up to the manager of the other team because Jackie couldn't have done that. And I thought that was really cool because it showed sportsmanship and equality and the acting was fantastic in that scene. Wow. Like, see, when people do that, it's like, I really don't care what you look like. It's more of what you can do and what's, like, fair. What's fair. That's basically what this film is all about. So is there any original footage of Jackie Robinson? Because they usually, like, not usually, but sometimes at the end of a true story, they put, like, pictures or, like, little films of the actual person. Um, Yeah, at the end, it actually showed pictures from um, the film itself of all of the players to sort of show where they went after um, after they stopped being on um, the Brooklyn Dodgers. It showed, like, one each team member went into um, the Baseball Hall of Fame and all this stuff, and then all of the people that were really mean to Jackie on the team, they actually all got traded, which I thought was really cool. Um, but, yeah, at the very, very end of the movie, when the credits were going, it showed pictures of Jackie and his wife and his son, and it sort of told a little bit about what happened to him after the Brooklyn Dodgers, how he got into the Hall of Fame. And a cool thing, so Jackie, Jackie Robinson's um, number was 42, obviously, the name of the movie. And um, mm-hmm. every year, the Brooklyn Dodgers all wear the number 42, which I think is cool, in honor of Jackie Robinson. Wow, that's so cool. In yeah, the, that's pretty um, awesome. <laughs> in the, uh, what was it? In the trailers? They said, oh, we'll wait for the day where we all wear 42. And I'm just like, whoa. When you said that, it was like, mind click. Anyway, yeah. so what, I liked what about age that? range do you give yeah. this film? Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, I would give this age range, well, I'd say, gosh, that's kind of hard. I'd say 14 or 15 and up because there is a lot of really rude comments in this. Like I said, there was a lot of like racial stuff back then. So there was a lot of racial comments and um, sort of, like, bigoted things that people were saying that was just awful. Um, I saw it with my eight-year-old brother, and he was like, they can't say those words. Like, that's mean. And I'm like, well, that's how it was back then. So I think younger kids wouldn't necessarily understand why they were so hateful. Um, But otherwise, I think the movie's um, very educational and very inspirational. I loved it. It it is kind of long, though, so I don't know if younger kids would want to sit through the whole thing. Real quick, how many stars do you give this film? Five out of five stars, absolutely. It was amazing. Of course you would. Well, Raven, (laughs) thank you so much for talking with me today and telling me all about 42, which seems very inspirational and (laughs) and remarkable, lots of words. It's in theaters on April 12th. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobbiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before... 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. And welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today we have just interviewed Naomi from the company Do Something, and we have just reviewed the film 42. And just a little history about it. Los, it's about Los Angeles Dodgers. 42 is on Los Angeles Dodgers. And they moved to L.A. in the late 50s. And on one day, every baseball team wears the number 42. So that's a little history for you. And we are reviewing the films Like Mike and Ice Age. So right now, we are talking to Kiefer, one of our new film critics, about the film Like Mike. So thank you for being with us today, Kiefer. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Very well. Thank you for asking. This film seems to be a really cute film. Can you tell me all about it? This movie is about an awesome boy named named Carol, played by the Bow Wow, who gets a who gets a pair of shoes. But then he and his shoes get struck by lightning, and he gets and with those shoes he has basketball powers to make him like the make him the best basketball player ever. He then gets signed on the NBA on an NBA team, and the rest of the movie is him living the life of an NBA star. 
We're also trying to get a family of his own. Oh, oh, I saw this film, like, I think around two years ago, and it was a great film. So, totally connection. So, in this film, there are some, I guess you could say good performers, because I couldn't remember from, like, two years ago. But how did you think the performances was? I mean, performances were, sorry. I thought they were wonderful. I love Robert Forster, who plays Coach Wagner. He is a heartwarming character that that helps Calvin on his way on his on his way as of an NBA star. That's a wonderful performance. I love Jonathan Lipnicki, who goes on who goes on to do more films. He's a very cute character. He's, he's a very cute character. Little Bow Wow is amazing. You can kind of you can relate to him how he wants to have a family and how and how struggle how the struggle is to become a a star and trying to also become a kid. So the performances are superb. Yeah, because some people think, oh, you're a kid, you can't do anything. But obviously, this film proves that that is wrong. So, what did you think about the professional yes. ba- basketball players' acting performance? I. I thought they were great, actually. I'm not the biggest fan of, of athletes in movies. Don't get me wrong, they're nice. But in this movie, I thought they did a great job, especially playing the character. We have, we have some characters that help out Calvin, and this is fun to watch, trying to, play, trying to have fun with this kid. But they're just gigantic compared to Calvin, and it's just, fun to watch them interact with each other. So I thought the performance was really good. Me too. We're all on the same page. Thank you very much. So in this film, is there any comedy? Yes, there's quite a bit of comedy. Where where the kids, Calvin, Calvin, is an orphan, and he's not much of like everyday technology, like homework in it, like, like hotels and everything, and when he goes against like when we when his rival, um, when his when his when his rival, um, played by Morris Chestnut, has to mentor or has to be his roommate. He, he talks to him about room service, and when he's gone for a few hours, he goes all out with the food and everything, and and it's the food is free and everything. <laughs> And he, and at the end of it all, he's just on the ground, absolutely stuffed. And there's more comedy like that, like yeah. the sleeping sleeping pills. Yeah, I. And Calvin has to drive him back to the hotel, and when he runs over the coat and everything, it's it's hilarious. So there was some comedy in this. Yeah, I remember when he was like crazy about the whole room service thing and he's like, you can get anything and he was like all out. I was all like, that would totally be me. Totally be me. So speaking about the humor, sorry, (laughs) you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just interviewed Naomi from the company Do Something. We just reviewed the films 42, and we are reviewing Like Mike and Ice Age. So let's continue speaking with Kiefer. So right now, we are just talking about the film Like Mike. And we were just talking about how crazy it is to 
order room service over and over again. So, in this film, you said there was a bit of comedy. Is this the genre of this film, or is it a different genre? It's a different genre. Comedy is one of them, but I think um, the way of the of this genre is it's kind of it's a family film, definitely. There's it's not biggest on genre, but I'll call this for a genre a family film. Oh, so just kind of a fam family and friends film. Yeah, there's some drama, there's comedy. So and. So what about the background music? Is it, because I've, when I watched this film, I thought the background music was like, really, it just flowed into the film. What about you? I agree, because when we're in the basketball scenes, I, the music really helped. It got me into the basketball scenes, and I really enjoyed it. At some points, I, we needed some, there were some points where it didn't need a silent moment, and it needed some music to back it up. But, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. The background music, it's perfectly. Because a lot of films, I mean, some films don't really get it, like, in the music-wise, like, department, right? So I, I'm glad this film did. Yes. So how many stars do you give this film? I give it about three out of five because it's relatively a good film. And it's very entertaining, but there's just some parts in it that I do not enjoy. I do not enjoy the villain. The villain's very boring in my case, and at some point, this kids, I I really didn't understand them all, if there even was one, so that's why I just keep it these stuff, but it's a relatively entertaining film. Yes, it is. I mean, I, I too agree with the whole, I mean, I think he could have been a little bit stronger about the villain, I mean, because I kind of wondered why there was a villain, but that's just me. Do you like yeah. basketball? Um, yes, I do like basketball. I play with my friends and everything. I, I play with my friends. I love basketball. I love playing it. Yeah, me and my friends play, like, all the time. So I'm just all like, yeah, basketball. I'm really bad, though. So, so yeah. So what is the age range you give this Join the club. <laughs> 7 to 12. Because when you're younger, you can enjoy the comedy. and You can enjoy the comedy. But when you're older, you can enjoy the basketball scenes and the basketball stars cameos see see we're so alike it's not even funny is there anyone that you can relate to <laughs> in this film and why i can relate to jonathan litnicki's character he plays Murph. i can understand losing a family member he loses his mom and i totally relate with him that that picture is one of the only things that he has for him because I can totally relate to that. So, earlier we were talking about you couldn't find any messages. Are you, like, do you didn't find, did you find any lessons, like small lessons that were in this film? Well, a small lesson is more chestnut character, Tracy, that's it. Has to, he's very stuck up and he's very egotistical, but in this lesson he has to learn to put aside his ego and to help out his friends. So that would be a side lesson, but the main moral is I, I don't see him really a moral. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good lesson, I guess. Well, Kiefer, thank you so much for yeah. letting us know all about Like Mike, a very cute and funny film. It's playing all month on HGNet Movies Kids Scene, so go check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton.
And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. Now we are going to discuss the original Ice Age, which is super exciting because it's been forever since I've talked about that. And we have with us Brianna. So how are you doing, Brianna? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm awesome. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the original Ice Age? Refresh our memories a little bit. That I shall. Well... Um, this movie starts out as, like, it's very cold, and it's starting to be the cold part. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's very hard for me to remember what it's called, but, um, Manfred, Bye, Bob, <laughs> Manfred, voice of Ray Romano, 
Yeah. Manfred, voice of Ray Romano, um, meets Sid, voice of John Leguizamo, and they're kind of, they kind of butt heads. Well, they don't butt heads. Sid likes Manfred, but Manfred hates Sid. But anyway, um, so they meet Diego, voice of Dennis Leary, the saber-toothed tiger, and they all are given a human baby because the mother is getting chased down by none other than Diego. So he's getting, I mean, they are given a human baby to take care of, but of course they can't take care of the baby, so they try to give it to the human tribe. But Diego has to take the baby to his master so they can kill it for revenge because one of their people, I mean, one of their, like, saber-toothed tigers, I think, got killed because of a human, so it's kind of revenge-like. Yeah, getting revenge on your family. Um, I personally <laughs> am in love with this movie. I love this movie, and I have not seen it for probably about a year, but, oh my gosh, I love this movie. And I like all of the sequels, too, so it's a pretty solid plot line. Um, so what do you think of this yeah. movie? And, as well, what do you think of this movie compared to the movies that follow it? Um, I've only seen about two after, uh, two two of the... Um, sequels after this because I'm a weird child <laughs> but um, mm -hmm. from this movie I really really liked it um, it goes way back to 2002 so I really liked how the animation was because I thought it would be less developed but this film really does I mean to me it's really close to what we have now but not super close but since it's an older film I would expect yeah. that much um, I also like how the characters, like the voices and the characters match up because the voices for Sid is John Leguizamo. I think he pulls it off perfectly how his character would react and would say things. So I thought that was really cool. I also like, um, it, it compared to the films that I've seen, like the sequels, I thought, to me, the first ones are always the best. That's what I'm going to say because, I mean, it's just how I feel. I absolutely agree with you with the first ones are definitely the best. So speaking of characters and voice acting, I think Sid is absolutely my favorite character because he's hilarious and he has such a unique voice. Um, so Brianna, do you think you have yep. a favorite character or a favorite scene? My, well, I have, see, you put me in these situations. Um, my favorite character <laughs> is Scrat. And of course he's like the one <laughs> that like you see like twice in this movie. Um, he's like the little squirrel thing. I, I'm going to call him a squirrel because that's what he looks like. Um, so he's this squirrel <laughs> and he's voiced by Chris Wedge and he's trying to find a way to store his acorn in ice. I don't know how that happens, but he's trying to store it in ice. So he's really awesome. And my favorite scene is when, like the very beginning when he tries to put it in ice and the whole thing cracks and that's kind of what starts the story so yes i think scrat is a very very interesting character if i do say so myself so do you think you have a favorite scene in this movie um as i said before my favorite scene is when um the first scene when he puts on uh, yeah. um, the acorn in yeah totally yeah. <laughs> do you have any other in the ice. scenes though with, with the more characters um, besides scrat <laughs> yeah um well, if I must, um, my favorite my my favorite scene I should say is when Manny I'm gonna call him Manny because that's what everyone else calls him. Um, when Manny is like descending quote unquote, yeah, 
Man, well, Manfred, quote, Manfred is trying to, well, not trying to, but he's protecting Sid from these weird creatures that are trying to chase him. And Sid is acting all scared. Like, I don't know why it's my favorite part, but I just, it, it, it just is. That's awesome. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And today we are talking with Naomi from the organization Do Something. We have also been reviewing the movie 42, Like Mike, and right now we are talking with the fantastic Brianna all about the original Ice Age, which is super awesome because we're bringing it back to the very beginning, back when it was still the Ice Age and not Ice Age Meltdown or anything like that. (laughs) Um, And she was just telling me all about her favorite movie and favorite characters, so, Brianna, what did you think of the animation in this film? I know you talked about it a little bit, how um, it still is pretty good, but what did you think of it overall? Um, I, thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, when, when I see older films, or old, I should say older animation films, it's, like, it's, very, it's not very detailed. It, it may zone in and out of focus. But with this film, I didn't see that at all. It was very clear. And it was very vibrant in color, I thought. I thought with, I mean, you would think with the ice and everything, it would be very white and stuff, but it showed a variety of colors with um, brown and green for, like, the, not the sloth, but the mammoth. And ice, of course, white. And it, it showed very um, various amounts of colors. It was very vivid. And I also liked how it flowed smoothly because some films, some animated films, will stop and then it'll start again, but at a different angle. So I thought it was cool how it just flowed smoothly. So that's what I like about that. Absolutely, I really actually like the col- like the blue tint to the ice. If you notice that, I thought that was pretty cool. Yes. Um. So I am such a nerd. I still have my cassette tape of the soundtrack. Um. From this movie. So, what did you think of the soundtrack? Because I obviously liked it enough to keep the cassette tape, like, back in the day for <laughs> CDs. <laughs> when I heard you say that, I cracked up laughing inside. But I didn't want to bombard people with my sound of my laugh. <laughs> but um, with the soundtrack, it was very... It, I, mean, I, I mean, it flowed smoothly. It flowed smoothly. It was by Michael J. Wilson which he wrote it very well. I mean, not wrote it, but, like, produced it, I guess you could say. It was it flowed smoothly, and yeah. it went along with the scenes. So if people were happy or whatever, the song would be happy. It just tied in really well. I hate when films with a really happy scene, but, this, but the uh, music is like, I'm just like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. So, yeah. I agree with you. Um, the reason that I really like the music in this movie is because I love, like, the transition parts of the movie with the music because it's all, like, there's a lot of trumpets and it sounds, like, really adventure and, like, someone's just, like, bouncing around and I don't know. I just really like it. I'm weird like that, though. <laughs> so, Brianna, how many stars would you give yes. this film on a scale of one to five? See, this is the first time I've given it not a whole number, so bear with me. I give this film four to five stars. It's great for kids, and it's very entertaining, and it has a great climax and a great great ending point. I just, since, I mean, I think technology has warped my brain, 
because I bet if I watched this for the first time and it was in 2002, I'd get I'd give it like five thousand out of five stars. But since we're older, and like our animation is much more developed and the sound is much more developed and it's very more high tech, I think that everything that was from 2004 down is not as good. So I'll be like, no, I don't really like it for that reason, but. For the plot and the sound, no, not the sound, the plot and the background music, I would give it a 5 out of 5. But since it's an older film and technology has, again, warped my brain, um, yeah. I give it 4.5 out of 5. <laughs> well, I think that's definitely fair to say, considering the fact that technology is everywhere and it definitely has advanced since 2002. Um but this movie is fantastic, and, you know, it originates, like, young kids now watch um, Ice Age Continental Drift, and it's like, hey, you, go back and watch the original, because that's what I grew up with. So definitely yeah. check out this movie. It is fantastic. <laughs> um, Brianna, thank you so much for talking with me all about this. I love talking about this movie. I grew up with it, so thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and see your favorite up-and-coming film critics by going to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader, and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library, and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and... And listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. And get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app. Powered by Aircast. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. 
Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids.